welcome to, welcome back to l'arbre de la voyageuse the traveling girl's tree this is episode two now the first episodes if you've been listening so far i introduced my podcasts and gave you a main the main direction i'll be following so for the second episode this will be how the very first episode if you want to see it how we're going to structure every recording i will do so i'm going to talk about myself what i've been doing all week then we'll talk about news of the week how they're affecting my life in cote d'ivoire and to finish we'll have a theme of the week so every week we'll start what we're going to do and for that structure so without further ado let's talk about me so this week i have been sick it is not corona it is malaria i thought it was typhoid fever but it turned out to be malaria which is what i usually have here when i'm too exhausted when i'm stressed and when i forget that mosquitoes are a real threat in this country so it got started in the middle of the week i was weakened i was tired i couldn't eat properly i really thought it was corona but i did get my two vaccines i like got my second shots toward the end of august so i thought the odds of me catching covid right after vaccine will be very interesting but nevertheless i went to the doctor and i didn't do i wasn't running any fever like particularly high fever or oh, i did run a fever actually i did run a fever but i had like stomach ache and i felt like ripped vomiting all the food i ate and i was like i know what this is this is malaria and i was right so i got started on some medication and i got three days rest which i took to sleep mostly and try not to work but i did go to work because i am obsessed to work apparently these days but so far it's been good i mean i wish i had more I had taken more vitamins and I had a better way to eat because eating in Ivory Coast can be a challenge. Not that we don't have food. I mean, there's food everywhere. There's restaurants everywhere. But the main issue is cleanliness. And whatever is affordable is not usually the cleanest thing. It's not the bio. It's not usually healthy for you. Here we love like greasy food and we love spicy food and you know and sometimes people do cut corners to make sure that every like worker get the right amount of food for their pockets, whatever they can afford. But it's been so it's been a problem with me eating food every single time when I'm out. So I have to be more careful and well for malaria, well there's no better cure than sleeping under a mosquito tent and taking my medicines, getting some rest and drinking water and getting more vitamins. So so that was what was going on with me. And in the midst of that, we had some interesting or very sad uh so for news of the week 
I we had I would like to share with you an incident that happened in one of, on one of our private channels here. So there's this TV show. It's a private channel. There you should so let me explain how we get to private channels here. Usually we have a national TV channel and they have national radio. We pay even taxes on it. They deduct those taxes out of our electricity bill so that we can fund the local channels. And so they decided to uh, privatize the system so the tv system so that more channels can be started so we have like an explosion of channels and everywhere like within the space of like five years like we had like maybe at least 20 channels like private channels from private investors and you know and they are somehow not to control i think it's mostly if you have the cash and the fund to properly emit and sell and also have sponsors and vendors like do publicity ads and if you can sell publicity ads i think you're good to go so on one of those channels the they had a they usually have a theme like you know people love that it shows around here like around 7 p.m and they love a theme like like popular theme like i was married then my husband cheated on me my kids are becoming thieves like you know sensational themes like that and since it's vacation like right now it's vacation time here in ivory coast so all the kids are out and uh, you know like you have to entertain the kids so this particular theme was that they decided to interview a rapist so for anybody they think so i've treats might be triggering for some or if you're at work so just keep in mind that it can be a little bit awkward from what i'm going to tell next so basically a former rapist was invited on this specific tv show and he was asked to demonstrate how he used to abuse his victims he had been out of jail for 20 years and so with the help of a mannequin like a plastic mannequin the ones you find in the stores with you know like dressing up mannequins he actually demonstrated his crimes on tv during prime time as the journalist of the the journalist was asking him questions to describe and to be more explicit like he kept going i unfortunately watched the video because you know it's just like a train wreck that you keep watching and you keep expecting things to get better but it just keeps getting worse and worse and after he was done they keep asking him more questions where you've the questions i don't even want to repeat them because they're so upsetting and i don't want to continue repeating the awful things that were said so naturally the show is over and everybody is outraged and it started small with one post i saw it on instagram actually on a popular page and then it just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and obviously it reached the entire population and people were very upset that this had been shown on tv for kids to see and it was basically glorifying rape on national tv on prime time hour it was disgusting to say this it was abhorrent behavior and it shouldn't have been like 
approved by that particular channel and the journalist was was a complete idiot it's the adjective i would use to describe him he was an idiot it's not even an adjective so what is the perfect way to describe him he was an idiot it was awful it shouldn't have been done but then every what really surprised me or really made me kind of a bit happy is that people realized that the majority of course there are people who say that was the problem but the majority of people saw that it was a problem they should like we shouldn't see that not that we shouldn't see that but it could be traumatizing for the victims like nobody took into consideration of the victims who were traumatized because you were not given a fair warning there was no trigger warning i know the trigger warning is a western thing but it is in those situations that you need to see those things because imagine having gone through that awful experience and being forced to revisit this and imagine if one of his victims actually watch him on tv like nobody cared they just wanted to create a buzz like a like a drama like some drama and just make sure that oh like everybody's gonna talk about it we're going to get more views and you know it was it was so irresponsible i could not even believe this was on tv but i could believe this happened because we can see that sexual assault or violence against women are not taken seriously in this country i mean for example during all these people being outraged i discovered that it costs fifty thousand xoa which is almost ninety dollars to file to have a medical report after you get raped in this country in ivory coast the average salary is below $90. It is, I believe, $50. So if your entire monthly salary is $50 and you get raped and you cannot afford, so your rapist goes free and you just have to move on. You don't have anybody. There's no counseling. It's expensive and you cannot even afford to get justice for a crime that was committed on your person. And it's it's very it was very sad because you could see that another sad part is if those stories are often stories we every week we keep hearing of women and women from zero to a hundred being sexually assaulted and we never hear how there's always like it gets the crimes get worse and worse and the stories are sadder the victims are usually helpless there's a league called there's an organization called La League EYN the family tries to help but the real root of the problem in this country and in my opinion and I'm sure others who have other opinions about it is that the further we get we get the more women are less and less respected or considered or valued as human beings because 
we do not protect women we don't protect them from child from childhood to womanhood to adulthood in the workplace at school in the streets in common in the public transportation common areas on social networks it's like the women are very like you there's a funny song lately on tiktok called uh the woman's place is in the kitchen and the girls are making fun and saying my husband wants me to help him and i reminded him that he said my my place is in the kitchen so it's it's very i wasn't shocked to be honest to see this time because it is a reflection of our society people have written a lot of articles and opinion pieces about it but the truth of the matter is that we do not respect women in this country we do not appreciate women we do not give them the benefit or the bare minimum uh, rights sure women go to school but the majority of this economy is based on women's work and that's the truth it's women who wake up first here they work in houses they send school uh, they send their children to school they send money to their parents being a woman is like in Cote d'Ivoire in sub-Saharan Africa it's a burden it's a fight it's a war against everything and it shouldn't be that difficult everything is made for us to be difficult it's difficult to go to school you are lucky and blessed to go to school to finish school to not get pregnant in school to not get married in school then you finish school you're lucky to get higher education you are lucky to graduate you are lucky to have an internship you are lucky to have a job you even double lucky to have a career and get married and have children and it seems that everything is worked out against us to fully be realized and if we every march if there's international women's day we buy fabrics we dress up but the ivorian woman is not there's nothing prepared for her there's nothing for her there's no right for us we're not even that represented in the current government and past government actually like women are not like appreciated for their value or either women or either wives or sisters or were whores basically but we fulfill a purpose for the society we don't have any purpose for ourselves and then once you start to deviate from the purpose they tell you that you are supposed to be you become a problem for society because you're not like something you're not expecting the expectation you go away from the expectation and they accuse you to be a feminist which is like the worst thing you can get insulted here being a feminist which is a whole, whole worldwide situation insult but you know here it sticks a little bit more but being a feminist is not a bad thing being a feminist is actually it's a good thing in my opinion it's not saying oh I'm better than a man it's just being afforded the same 
rights and liberties as everyone go to school being going to school should not be a privilege it should be a right it should be my decision i shouldn't have to wake up and pray that i fall into that i have fallen into the right family who can give me the opportunities to flourish sometimes i even had this conversation with my friends and i said i'm very privileged and i'm very blessed to be to have been born in a family where education was important for all of us whether you're a boy or a girl education being cultured being well traveled to have knowledge to have your own freedom to speak and to think was allowed but i know people i know where this wasn't the case and i realized now and i acknowledge that i was very privileged and my privilege shouldn't be just afforded to me because i was lucky to have parents who appreciated those values in people in human beings it should be a right for all of us for all the women for all the little girls it should be the status quo it should be it should be the normal that should be our new normal but i digress because i think it shook all of us actually it shook all of us everybody took of course there's some people who didn't think there was anything wrong with what he did but to me i thought this is why i came back this is the this is my country i cannot pick another one as far as i know but this is where i was born and i love this country and i really want things to get better here and i really want us to really unleash our powers and really fulfill our destinies it sounds very far-fetched but you know it's the basic human rights to be able to pursue your dreams to be able to live in a society where you're comfortable to be yourself to be able to speak and be allowed to realize your dreams at least given the opportunity to realize your dream For my theme of the week, I would like to talk about confidence and the impact of it in our lives. So recently I had a conversation with a friend and something was brought up to my attention and I was told that I wasn't as confident as I portrayed myself to be. To me, it was a it stinks to be honest to be thrown something like that to your face and then i wonder but what is confidence what how am i projecting made me realize but how am i projecting myself to others i didn't want to think too much about it and i thought well the person wanted to say what they wanted to say and that's their opinion we all have one i don't have to agree with it but i can listen and if the person wants to be valid in their opinions, they can. But then it made me think. I started thinking about it and realized, well, what is confidence actually? What do I consider for confidence? Because everybody will tell you confidence is sexy. It's like when you're confident, you can have everything. So I told myself, but if you're not confident, so does that mean you're going to fail at everything? If you're confident... That means you're supposed to succeed or you must succeed. You must be the most successful successful person on earth because you are confident. 
but it's confidence arrogance as well. In my case, I believe that if if I could rate my level of confidence right now between 0 to 100, I'll give it a very generous 65, close to 70%. Because I, from where I am, from my work, the way I carry myself, the way I, what I've achieved so far in my life, I can say that I'm, I'm comfortable giving myself this rate, 65 to 70%. I'm very comfortable. And I, I mean, I'm not as the greatest person to exuberate confidence but i'm comfortable with that actually i don't need to say oh i have to fake it till i make it i mean this is who i am that's the beauty of getting older like i can accept my drawbacks and i can accept my uh the good things in my life i can accept the positive things in my life as well as this negative aspect of my personalities so i realized so i sat down i look at quotes about confidence and all that and i realized that you know confidence also comes with growth and acknowledging what is not what is wrong because nobody is perfect but it's also acknowledging the path you want to choose and how you want to portray yourself, how you want to shine, because no matter who we are, you always shine. If you are the bright person, if you have the right type of energy, you will always shine. And people will always see you for who you are. People can read you for everything that you are. But at the end of the day, when you get home, you remove all your clothes, all the masks that you put on for people. The person you look at the mirror right in front of your face is the person you should be comfortable with. And I think that's confidence because you look at yourself and you say, oh, me, Armel, I am a great person. I'm generous. I'm nice. I'm funny, I'm loyal, I love my family, but also I like to go to extremes, I like to fight, I choose violence every morning, but you know, some people call it trauma, but I call it just being honest with people, but I think that's the great thing about being confident in my in one eye, it's believing in yourself, believing in everything you do and having no regrets because at the end of the day you're the one who has to live with yourself before meeting anybody having a family working with people it's like you want to make sure that every night you go to sleep you are comfortable with what you did during the day so that when you go to put your head on your pillow and you finish saying your prayers you can say to yourself and to the god you pray that yes i'm okay today it wasn't the greatest day or it was the best day i've had and i'm okay with that no matter what people say i'm okay with that i'm okay with myself i can see myself i know who i am i know my dreams i know my goals i know what i
didn't achieve, I know what I want to achieve. And my journey is mine. My path is my own. Nobody can tell me what to do except myself. Nobody can make me accept who they are except myself. And it is very difficult. It took me a while to get to that place, to be comfortable, to listen to people like telling me, oh, you're not this, you're not that, like judging me and like, pushing me and like manipulating me and at the end of the day it's not easy I can tell you that for anybody listening it's not easy to just wake up every day and be like I am that person I am that girl I know who I am without sounding cocky or arrogant and you know anyways even if you're cocky and arrogant you deserve it at some point because you need that to survive in this crazy world that we live in but it took me a while. It took me so many, I mean, it took me so many disappointment and heartache and heartbreaks to get to that level. But I always knew and I, I always, even now that everything I do, every step, every roadblock, every achievement, every, every move I make is to reach and achieve something that I will be happy with it that will always make me happy that will make me the person that I am the woman that I am the woman I want to be the woman when I'm no longer here people will remember me as as this person who was very nice and who mattered in people's life so for that I I have to be the best that I can be and being the best that you can be is being confident and comfortable because being confident is also comfortable in your own skin. Accept your flaws, accept your whatever makes you perfect, whatever makes you beautiful, whatever makes you cry, you know, it's all of it. It's accepting the whole package every day, every single day, every minute, every hour and when you vibrate to that confidence level, your energy like transcends everything. It transcends your work, the way people look at you, the way people open themselves to you, the way people are interested in getting to know you because you know yourself, like you enjoy being yourself. And surprisingly, I have found that being single has made me more confident because you are, I am by myself. And I enjoy who I am. I love myself. I love me. I love everything about me. I'm not saying that because, oh, it's so great. And then, I, oh, I'm the greatest person. To me, I am the greatest person. Not because I'm better than people, but the challenges I live, they are for me. They are designed for me. They are for me to be better. They are for me to achieve. They are for me to push myself out of my comfort zone. And out of my comfort zone, I found myself. It is, I know people who are like, they just like, oh, I am so great. Like, I can get over everything. I know I can get over things. I know it's going to take me a while. And I am okay with it. And people who know me and love me are okay with it. And that's really all that matters. And it's really all that should matter. That's who you are and who you love and who people, how people see you should reflect 
how important you matter in their lives. And the red doesn't really matter. So whoever is listening to this is feeling that what I do doesn't matter. What you do matters. It's the littlest things. Sometimes it's just like saying hi to somebody. For example, I took a cab to go to work this week and the driver lost the direction. And I wasn't paying attention because I was on my phone again and not paying attention and we end up taking the longest way to get to my work and so he apologized and I paid for my fare and he said oh after I paid he said I'm really sorry ma'am and I have a lot on my mind and I told him you know we all have a lot on our mind but you're too young and it's too early in the morning to be that have so much weight on your shoulders like you should ease it up like you should take it easy on yourself because you're young and he just looked at me he's like thank you so much like i appreciate it i'm like you know it's not easy but the biggest part you did is to wake up and go to work you did that that's an achievement you took a deep step you took a breath you got behind the weight of your vehicle and you decided to be polite. Even though you made a mistake, you upset your mistake, you acknowledge you made a mistake. So you want something, you know. I think that's the beauty of that's the beauty of everything. Every morning you realize that it doesn't have to be like the greatest thing. Like you don't have to win everything, but it's every little battle that makes it win the war that you fight every day. So Let's all be gentle to ourselves. Let's be the most confident person that we are. And let's be kind to ourselves. No matter what people say, how they judge you, how you even judge other people, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm okay with that. And that confidence will come. I'm pretty sure it will manifest into your life, even at times when you don't even think you could manifest that into your life. So here is our lesson for the week. So my other segment, I guess I was speaking too close to the microphone, but I don't want to delete it because it was a great segment. So you have to bear with me on this. And trust me, we're going to get better at recording. So my lesson for the week is just be confident in who you are and it's a crazy world. We're living in the craziest times. It is very hard to give up on everything. I met this week a client uh, of mine through work and she we had discussion and she was telling me how she asked me how old I was. I gave her my age and she said I was your age at some point and that's when I left everything I knew to start my life in Paris and she said that no matter what's happening right now, she's like, I know you want to give up. And it's very strange because she's just a client I see like once every four months. And we don't talk, we just talk work. And she tells me, I know you want to give up. I know those are times, those are so uncertain times you don't want to think about the future, but you have to continue. She said that she was telling me we must continue. We cannot live in despair we cannot live in sadness no matter what happens 
no matter how uncertain the times are, we need to focus on seeing the end of it and not forgetting that this is just a temporary time. It's very hard right now. It is, it's not hard. Hard is an understatement. It is difficult. It's painful. I can say that this has been one of the most difficult years of my life. It's difficult. It makes you not want to wake up some morning and just like go outside because outside is not fun a lot. But like my client was saying, you can't give up. You have, we have to continue. We have to continue our journey. We need to grow. We need to make sure that we are okay, that we take care of each other, that we call on each other and we have so much we have so much technology to help us get closer to each other and we really should use it so on that note i hope you enjoyed my podcast stay tuned for future episodes and thank you for listening goodbye